Hi, welcome to the podcast called The Paranormal. Yeah, I changed the name of my podcast. And today I have a special guest with me, my mom. Hello. (laughs) What do you... What do I want? What? You have these awkward giggles. I don't know. Let's just get into the... Okay, you show me what this thing's about. Today we were going to be reading 19 real scary ghost stories. So we'll get into that in the next recording. Okay, but can we have a palate cleanser afterwards so I don't get scared? (laughs) Yeah. Good. Okay, let's get to the music. scary ghost stories that will haunt your dreams. So we're obviously going to need a palate cleanser after this. Mm -hmm. These scary ghost stories will leave you too terrified to close your eyes. Great. (laughs) By Audrey Webster. Yep. the girls By Audrey Webster. It's on thelineup.com. 
I will put the link in the description. So, you think you've heard it all, the really scary ghost stories. At this point, nothing can scare you. We beg to disagree. To prove there's still a wealth of fresh, scary stories, we asked our dear readers and the good people of Reddit to share their scariest ghost stories. Spooky. Great. <laughs> Planning on getting a good night's sleep tonight? Think again. These 19 real ghost stories will have you questioning that bump you hear in the night. Awesome. As if I already didn't have a fear of the dark. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. Number one, three knocks in the dead of night. Okay. Something strange happened to X-O-M-B-A-B-E and their grandma. Okay. Zombabe? Yeah. Okay. One night, they stayed up late watching The Walking Dead. Oh, I love that show. Have you seen it? Have you watched I've, any of it? I've watched a few episodes, yeah. That'll yeah. give you nightmares. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> their grandma has never seen the show, show before. Right. So they'd spent the past few nights binging late into the night. Which is always a smart thing to do before you go to sleep. Yeah, I know. It was about four, 14 a.m., I almost said. Yeah, 14 a.m., that's late. That's like the time you go to bed. Yeah. 14 a.m. 4 a.m. is actually the real time. Yeah. When the two turned off the television and the lights and called it a night, I would turn on a hallway light. <laughs> Yeah, you turn on all the lights in the house when you're scared. Yep. Boop, boop, boop. Every light on. Their grandma went into her room, and our Reddit user went to the bathroom to brush their teeth. Typical, that's where you brush okay, your teeth. Okay, okay. That was when they heard three knocks right behind them, like, knock, knock, knock. Okay, great. Since the bathroom was connected to their grandmother's room, they assumed it was her checking to see if they were in the bathroom. They answered, but didn't get a response. Yeah, like the knocking game that we do through our bathroom wall sometimes, yeah. so I can hear you in there, and I knock, Right. They answered, but didn't get a response. Okay. Rude. When... <laughs> I'm just saying. When they left the bathroom and met their grandma in the hallway, she asked what the user wanted. Okay. That was... Did I hope, you knock? No, did you? <laughs> I hope they didn't say it rudely, like, what do you want? Right. Confused, the writer said that they thought she was the one knocking on the bathroom door. But grandma had also heard three knocks on her door and thought it was the Reddit user. Ooh. Da, da, da. As it turns out, they both heard the quiet, distinct knocks. Never said it was quiet. We're yeah, just here yeah, to, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what? Three light knocks. Oh, okay. Yeah, you missed that part. It's okay. Grammar police yeah. <laughs> here to straighten you out. Yeah. That's what you're here for. Yes, I know. They searched the house to make sure no one had broken in. Double-checked the locks 
and finally went to bed. Me, I would stay up all night because I was afraid that someone was in my house or a ghostie was in my house. Okay, but read the next sentence. Their grandma has one deceased son and one son that has been missing for almost a year now. The user believes that the Knox had something to do with the missing men. Perhaps they were trying to reach out to their beloved family. Ooh, creepy, creepy, creepy. Yeah. Second story. The shoe in the riverbed. Is that like the shoe by the side of the road? <laughs> That's what like, I was thinking. Just one shoe. What's the deal with that? Yeah. If who just you lost a shoe along the side of the road, would you not just toss the other one out like a mile down the road? You're like, oh, well, you I can... lost that one. I may as well toss the second yeah, one Yeah, and you can always buy new shoes. But you can't buy one single new shoe. They yeah. always come in pairs. Like, I don't, I don't get how people lose one shoe. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to read this one or you got it? You can read it. Okay. <clears throat> a few years ago... Tom, 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 oh, that's the username, I don't get it, had just been through a rough divorce from their high school sweetheart. Their best friend had taken to distracting them by taking long road trips. One morning, they were on their way to Carlsbad, New Mexico, when they paused along a river dam. They were drinking cider and snacking when the pair decided to explore the dried riverbed. It was obvious that they weren't the first ones to go trekking through the riverbed. The pair could see human, canine, and feline footprints in the mud. Okay. Then, oh, they then recall starting to feel an odd sensation like they were being watched. That's when the flight or fright, f- flight or flight. The fright or fright, <laughs> yeah. More like the flight or flight or yeah. fright or fright. Yeah, like when I saw that door. And I go into that little room right there beside yes. us. Yeah, our scary That's when room. you run. Don't be the white person in a horror movie. Run. Yeah, you're not going to go check out the noise. Just no. go. Grab your keys no. and go. Their friend caught the writer's attention and called them over. There was a bone in the ground. What they now believe was a spinal cord. At first, they thought it was a beef or pork bone of some kind. They continued looking around the riverbed when they found a strange rust-colored rock sticking out from the sand. When they got closer, they realized it was a half-buried little girl shoe. The Reddit user stepped back and ran forward, preparing to kick the shoe. Suddenly, they heard a little girl's voice shouting, No! Don't! Please! What the? Uh, run! They looked around, but they didn't see anyone besides themselves and their friend. The friend asked why they stopped, and they replied, Didn't you hear that little girl? Both confused, they decided to shrug it off and continue on their way. Meanwhile, the feeling that someone was watching them grew stronger. A few minutes later, they spotted (laughs) another bone. Now they began to get scared. The bone was clearly human. The friend called the non-emergency police number for Carlsbad, and they reported what they saw. One week later, they received a call from their friend that the Carlsbad police had called to report the bones they found were indeed human. During the investigation, the two were questioned and eventually informed 
that the rust-colored rock actually was not a rock at all, but the shell of a pickup truck that had disappeared along with the family of three it had been carrying. A man, a woman, and their dog. No! <laughs> it made the Reddit user think back to the little girl's shoe sticking out of the mud and the voice they heard. Could the little girl have spoken directly to them? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I'm gonna cry, the poor little girl. Okay, we better stop the recording before yeah, my mom cries. I need to the... blow my nose. <laughs> <laughs> we both do. All right, I'm gonna read this next story. Three Ouija board warnings. Oh, okay, all right. Don't ever play with a Ouija board. Are you kidding? If you have a Ouija board in your house, don't touch it. <laughs> what? You are clapping for emphasis. <laughs> Just listen to my words. Yes. <laughs> You're such a mom. <laughs> and as a picture of a Ouija board, do not ever mess with those. Right. Just saying. D yeah. Okay. Last year, small-bean-dean, clever name, Went to a friend's house for a party. I don't go to many of those. I don't go to any parties at all. She's a loner. Yeah. A rebel. <laughs> Around one in the morning, the group decided to use a Ouija board. Really? Wait, is it Ouija or Ouija? Ouija. Okay. Most people pronounce it Ouija. Okay. I don't know why it's Well, it's spelled Ouija. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. The Reddit user was the only one who believed in accounts of the paranormal, so she was hesitant when her friends brought the board, brought out the board. Yeah. Her friends are stupid. She's the Chucky of the group. The Chucky doll. Why can't we just sit here quietly oh, and play? I thought you meant, like, Chucky from Sorry. the horror Sorry, 90s Rugrats yeah, I know. cartoon reference for all of you and that her, don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and her friend is the Tommy. Yes. Okay. The friends. But instead of giving her friends more reason to tease her when it came to the paranormal, she acted as if she didn't believe in such activity. Okay. Okay, then. They began... Peer pressure. Don't give in to peer pressure. It's for real. It's the struggle is real. Peer pressure. Yes. They began asking the board questions... They started with a few normal questions, and nothing really exciting happened, as most experiences, I bet, go with a Ouija board, unless you hear about them on the internet, obviously, like this one. Then someone asked if the spirit wanted to hurt them. Not a smart question. If you don't want an answer to that question, do not ask it. It responded with only one. The group started to get creeped out at this point, and rightfully so. When one friend asked the natural flow-up question, who, the board spelled out Natasha, the Reddit user's full name. It should be noted that she doesn't care for their full name, and has everyone call her Tasha instead. 
Tasha then left the room while her friends continued playing, but found out later that night that the group forgot to say goodbye to the board. Number one rule when you're playing with a Ouija board, always, always say goodbye or else you're going to leave a door open for like anything to come through. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're, you're looking curious as to how I know this. I but. just, I've heard it before as well. It's just really creepy. Yeah. Anyone familiar with the Ouija board knows that closing an inter- the act- Yeah. The interaction- Like you just said. The, yeah, with the spirit is crucial. Before stopping use of the board, needless to say, she was nervous. As one should be when the friends don't play with a Ouija board right. <laughs> And really, with those types of things, you can be talking to anything. And it, in the case of, a, like, a demon, it could pretend to be anything and any, anyone. After this, Tasha has no memory of the night. She only remembers getting a migraine and nosebleeds. Her friends took videos of her acting strangely, speaking in a changed voice. And a few instances of her talking in other languages. OMG. Possession! Da, 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 da. <sighs> However, that night wasn't the only time this happened. In the days following, Tasha's parents reported the same things happening once again. She remembered nothing but migraines and nose nosebleeds. We need an exorcist at this point. <laughs> I guess. Creepy. About two weeks later, she was back to normal. Or so she thought. Tasha was suddenly hospitalized for an excruciating pain in her kidney, so bad that it almost shut down. The doctors tried everything but couldn't figure out what was wrong. Then, on the day she were was scheduled for surgery, the pain suddenly stopped. One day later, Tasha was released. Since that incident, she has never felt like she was truly alone. Sometimes she feels someone grabbing her hands or neck, making it difficult to breathe. Tasha has always believed in the paranormal, but this experience made it far more real for her. Okay. Just say no to the Ouija board. <laughs> Obviously! That's what I'm saying. Why open a portal? Why even mess with that stuff? When you're playing with a Ouija board, you're literally opening a portal to the underworld. Basically. Creepy. That's all I've got to say. Yeah. Like, anything can talk to you, a demon, or on the on a good note, maybe a loved one, or an angel, I don't know. But really, when it comes to the demon, it could pretend to be anything. Just say no. Yeah, just say no. That <laughs> phrase applies to everything. Right. All right. Next story. Scares at the nursing home. Oh, boy. This is, like, 
A little close to home, isn't it? Yeah, you read it. Okay. Uh, Swagman 434 is a dietary aid at a nursing home for people with Alzheimer's, and they've had some seriously scary encounters while working there. Their job mainly consists of washing dishes, and they're normally standing right next to the dishwasher, which makes it difficult to hear what people are saying. On numerous occasions, they've been by the dishwasher and heard someone talking to them, even though they know no one was near. One night, the rider went to collect food carts in one of their units alone. The whole time they were in the unit, they felt like they were being followed. Fearing what they might see, they never turned around. Eventually, they pulled off, pretending to use the bathroom. They waited there for about five minutes before peering into the hallway where they'd just been. There they saw a patient they recognized. <clears throat> At first, this made them feel better, but soon they realized that it was a patient who had died three days prior in a unit near the kitchen. The user also relayed a second experience they had while washing the dishes on a different day. They asked the person they were washing with if he could go into unit A and get the food carts. The third person who normally washed them, washed with them, had already left for the day, leaving the rider alone. Suddenly, they heard a voice in their ear. They turned around, but no one was there. They even went into the hallway, but still saw nothing. As they returned to washing the dishes, it happened again. The second time, they realized it was the voice of their great-grandma, who passed away seven years ago. Oh. Very spooky. Oh. I've heard of, I've worked in healthcare facilities for a really long time, and I've heard of people um, experiencing lingering spirit sort of feelings um, where people pass away. Yeah, I and I think common. we kind of felt that, of course, this is the case of an animal revisiting us, but I think you remember you said you heard Bo's footprints in the hallway the day oh, we put him down or yeah. the night after poor little dog yeah we have two yeah don't get me started now, i'm so. gonna start crying about yeah that again in this <laughs> podcast on to the next story all right this next story is called threatening footsteps in the country in 2013, Zombabe... Oh, that's the same one. The same person from the first story. Oh, wait, they're, now they're making a Ouija board? What? And her friends decided to make a Ouija board. Just, would you... Don't make Ouija boards. with the Ouija board. People. If you are not... Uh, <laughs> Just, I mean, what else can we say? <laughs> Maybe we should skip this story. No, it's okay. Okay, first of all, I have to say, don't play with Ouija boards. If you're not supposed to be messing around with a Ouija board, why go ahead and make one in the first place? Okay, okay, you're on a tangent. <laughs> Read the story. Her best friend lives about 45 minutes... About a 45-minute 40, drive... Easy for you to say. <laughs> From the closest store and nearest town. Like us. Yeah. Small town life. Mm-hmm. So? So there wasn't much to do. <laughs> Sorry! Quit, quit messing with the ah. stuff on the desk. Yeah. 
I'm gonna have another ruler incident. Hold on. Keep that ruler away from yourself. Yeah. Okay. They'd spent the day watching movies, but eventually got bored. So the user, her friend, and the friend's boyfriend, and the boyfriend's friend like, decided to make the board. People. Yeah, it's a friend party. Friend and the friend and the friend's boyfriend and the friend's boyfriend's friend. <laughs> oh. We've got the Reddit user, the her friend, and two boys. Friend. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Up to Let's no good. About a week before they made the board, the two friends had seen, had been staying alone at the house when the Reddit user, or, Writer. yeah, yeah, woke at 6 a.m. to the sound of heavy footsteps in the hallway nearing the bedroom. Oof. She tried to wake her friend, but it was no use. She was a heavy sleeper. The footsteps stopped right outside the door. The writer waited, holding her breath for the door to open, but it never did. Spooky. Mm -hmm. The next few hours she spent awake, waiting for something to happen. When both girls were finally awake by 11 that morning... Sounds like you. <laughs> yeah. Before either left the room, she told her friend what had happened the night before. Night before? Well, that early that morning. Because she woke yeah. up at 6 a.m. It was 11. It felt like a whole night away. Yeah. Oh. Oop. And what her friend said in response chilled her to the bone. She said that for years she'd been hearing the same footsteps. And that they had always stopped right outside her bedroom door. No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, I'd be out. They were just like... No. I would be out of there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would, would be, also... What is that? I'd be noping right out of that place? <laughs> you would eat yourself right out of there. Eat myself? Yeet. Oh, yeet. Okay. Y-E-E-T. <laughs> That's it you. Like I would this. grab cookies on the way out. Whatever. Okay. Me. They decided to stop for the night. Or, nope. Oops. I skipped a whole yeah. bunch. She said that for years she had been hearing the same footsteps, blah, 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 that blah. That night they made their Ouija no, board. No one else had heard the footsteps until the writer had heard the footsteps. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm way ahead. I'm just going to stay out of this. <laughs> oh, I'll be just... over here. That night, they made their Ouija board. Because they don't... Because they, they want to know what this footstep yeah, thing is. That's begging for trouble. Yeah. The group was messing around with it, <clears throat> not getting any real responses when they suddenly heard a loud bang in the back on the of the house. They decided to stop for the night. Did you Did you close it? Okay, no. Did, did you say goodbye? Because that detail's not in the story, so... <sighs> the friend left to drive the other two home, leaving the Reddit user alone at the house. No, thanks. What, the boyfriend didn't bring his own car? I mean... So many problems with this scenario. 
Yeah, first of all, you made a Ouija board. Yeah. There's Who footsteps. Does that? Yeah. You didn't get any sleep the night before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. That doesn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> okay. But you... she's alone in a creepy house. Yes. With footsteps. Okay. Next. Being alone after hearing the loud noise and the footsteps made her nervous, so she turned on the television for a distraction. Yeah. Golden Girls palate cleanser. Thank you. (laughs) End story. (laughs) Right. Nothing else happened after that. Right? That's it. At the end. Yeah. While she waited for her friend to return, in the middle of the opening credits of Golden Girls. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) That's what I would watch. (laughs) The television froze and started making loud buzzing noises. Not okay. even Golden Girls is safe at this no, point. It's nothing sacred anymore. <laughs> she tried to turn off the TV, but the remote wouldn't work. Then she tried unplugging it, but it kept going. The TV. She unplugged the TV, not the remote. Mm-hmm. You can't unplug a remote. Well, back in the old days, <laughs> they had remotes with a cord. Evidently. And Reddit was really used back there. Okay. Thoroughly. Ask your grandparents about that, folks. (laughs) Remotes with a gourd. (laughs) Please do. I want to know if that was a real thing. It was a real thing. You don't believe me? It was totally a real thing. I believe you, you, I guess. You sit so far away from the TV and... Anyway. Thoroughly freaked out. She went outside to wait for her friend to get back. At this point, she had started shaking shaking and crying. And she texted her friend explaining what had happened. Then the dogs started barking at the living room door, viciously growling and snarling like they saw something no human could. Dogs have, like... A sense that humans don't have. Like, they can, like, see spirits. Or they can feel spirits. Maybe that's why our little dog over there is always looking up at the ceiling. She does sometimes. That's kind of creepy now that I think about it in this light. 30 minutes later, her friend finally arrived back home. Both girls could hear the television from the porch. The ghost needs to turn the volume down. (laughs) But when they went inside, it had completely shut off and was still unplugged. Wow. Neither are sure exactly what happened, but they are certain this was some kind of malevolent spirit. Yes, a malevolent spirit that messes with your TV. I mean, that's how it starts. But I mean, if you were a malevolent spirit, how would you get someone's attention? Whack him upside the head. Oh, you think? <laughs> Whack him. Whack him okay. all. Okay, next story. Alright. Ghost in the House is the name of the story. <clears throat> you want to read this? Sure. Mystic Gypsy, 1976, she sounds like my kind of people, (laughs) has always been into the paranormal and has experienced a fair number of encounters throughout their life. 
recently married, they and their spouse, Charlie, so why don't we just say she, or I guess maybe it could be a he, Charlie could be a girl, well, or they could both be girls, <laughs> I digress, moved into a beautiful little house in a quiet neighborhood. They had only been living there a short time when they started noticing strange occurrences. The first happened while Charlie was upstairs in bed and they were downstairs watching television. Suddenly, he ran into the living room and asked if they had just been in the bedroom. They answered no, and Charlie panicked. He said that as he had been laying in, lying in bed, someone had pushed the blanket up so his feet were exposed, and a cold hand had caressed his foot. <laughs> to avoid the spirit, they moved their room to a different bedroom in the house. Can I just say the ghost has a foot fetish? <laughs> Maybe so. But the activity continued. They uh, were trying to hide and seek from the ghost by switching rooms. Didn't work. Yep. They, they heard. They, they yeeted themselves to another room. Yeah, I don't get that. They heard heavy footsteps going up and down the stairs. Bowls and pans would spin clockwise on the counter. Dark, full-bodied figures would walk past their bedroom door and vanish. A, a knife was once lifted and thrown across the kitchen by an unseen force. That's a malevolent spirit. <laughs> you think? A knife? If the if a knife just comes straight at you with no one throwing it this on the other end. This is not Casper, the friendly ghost. Obviously. And the dogs would bark into the corners of the house. Once they even looked up into the window of the master bedroom and saw an elderly woman... <laughs> staring down at them what granny came to say hello yikes eventually the young couple had enough and talked with their neighbors to learn about the history of the house they learned that the house had been built in the 1970s and the elderly lady who had owned the house before them died at the age of 101 Ooh. The two had no doubt this woman was the spirit tormenting the home, so the writer decided to go upstairs and make peace. They informed the spirit that they intended to remain in the house, and they promised to keep it nice. They offered to help her cross over, but also said she was welcome to stay if her presence became more peaceful. Since then, the couple has been living peacefully in the home, and the old woman occasionally makes herself known. That's kind of nice. That's the type of ghost I would be. I mean... I would... Kind of roommates. Yeah. Except I would be a really bad roommate. Because you're a slob. <laughs> yeah. Alright, next, totally. next story. Alright. Number seven. Name calling and strange breathing. Oh, this is a short one. Yep. J.D. Barn, uh, Barnes? Yeah. One, two, three. <laughs> this, one of the easier ones of the list here. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Sorry, squeaky chair. <laughs> really, it was just the chair. <laughs> it wasn't anything else. Robin! <laughs> Okay, this person has always been afraid of anything paranormal. As one would be. For five years, when he was young, he suffered from severe anxiety and depression. Wow. 
While this was going on, some strange things began happening. So you got the anxiety, you got the depression, and also some ghosts. What a lovely combination. <laughs> That'll do it to you. Yeah. It really will. One night, he was having trouble sleeping when he heard a man's voice say his name. Creepy. He blew it off as something in his head and eventually fell asleep. That's what I would do. I would just be like, oh, my head's being weird. A few nights later, he heard it again, but this time it was louder, clear as day, and a woman's voice. So there's two ghosts in the house. Or he's uh, got schizophrenia. I don't know. That could be. He tried to respond, but the room was silent. And that's how you know that you're just going crazy. <laughs> At this point, he was starting to get nervous. Once again, the nights following were quiet. So he slowly forgot about the incident. That was until one night when he was laying in bed and started hearing someone breathing. Just like up close in his ear, like, I don't know if it was in his ear or not. It never says. He hid under the cover, his covers. And <laughs> I mean, that's just so funny to me. Isn't it? I totally do that. If I'm scared, if I'm under the covers, I'm like somehow safe. When I, when I was little, I always thought if my shoulder or some part of me was, was exposed i thought they the demon under my bed would come and grab they can me. totally get you if you're exposed but if you're under the covers it's all good i i would run to my it's bed like your invisible off. cloak yes i don't know why that is i'm sorry that's struck me as funny okay 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 he hid under the covers stopped. until it stopped yeah but the incident made it hard to sleep during the week following I and that's now, kind of where it ends. Yeah. What the heck? Now that this Reddit user has moved and learned to better manage his depression and anxiety, the paranormal occurrences have stopped. I mean, good. I'm glad you're getting help and all of that. J.D. Barnes, 123. But, um, wow. I don't know if I'd be able to ever sleep again if I heard some invisible thing breathing in my ear. Don't, we don't know if it was in his ear. It just well, says they were breathing. Still. All right. Next one is called My Great Grandmother's House. 900 Pop TR loves their grandparents' house, but hates... Oh, loves their grandparents. Sorry. But hates their house. Good distinction. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, The house has been in their family for over a century, and something has always felt off about it. The rooms would always feel cold despite the air being off, and visitors often reported feeling like they were being watched. For about a month, this user and their parents were living in the house. It was during this time that an event happened that terrified them. One night they woke for no particular reason and went to the bathroom. Suddenly the door shut and locked behind them. 
The lock on the door was broken, so it shouldn't have been able to lock, let alone close on its own. Then the light in the bathroom went out. Oh, that okay. would have been scary for me. I'd be screaming. Uh, they had always been interested in ghost hunting and had a ghost hunting app on their phone. They'd used it in the past, but assumed it didn't work. The app was supposed to tell its user whatever the ghost was saying. What? There's machines that can do that. We... I don't trust. I would not trust an okay. app. I'm going for to. That I'm going purpose. to download that app because that sounds interesting to me. Yeah, but I would not trust an app to do that job. <laughs> That's my opinion. But there's an app for ghost hunting. I mean. Yeah, if the ghost can respond. I mean, mean, what will they think of next? I don't know. As they opened the app, they felt something or someone breathing down their neck. No, thank you. A few seconds later, the door unlocked and the radar read one word. Run. Well, let me out of the damn bathroom. (laughs) They ran back to hide and hid under the covers until they fell asleep. The neck under the covers again. <laughs> Look, covers <laughs> save lives. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's like a ghost barrier or something. If I've you're always in the covers; they can't get you. Yeah, I've always pictured like this is why I had night lights on when I was a kid. I still do sometimes. Um, I still do. Hello. <laughs> I picture like light as this protective force. Yeah. Like, light is everything good. The dark is everything bad. Obviously. Go on. Okay. They ran back to hide and hid under the covers until they fell asleep. The next night, they woke again and went into the kitchen for a snack. It was there that they saw a dark figure pick something up from the pantry, turn to them, and then disappear. Huh? They tried to return to their room, but the living room door slammed shut as they walked toward it. Again, they felt someone breathing down their neck. They kept pulling at their door until it finally opened. Back in their room, hiding under the covers again. They couldn't sleep because they kept hearing footsteps on the porch. No, thank you. The next night, they decided to try sleeping in the den. Their phone was left open to the ghost hunting app. When it picked up a signal, it read Quentin, their great-grandfather's name. That was the last activity the user experienced before they moved out. Okay, Quentin. I'm start, I'm starting to think that this certain app might be legit. Grandpa was in the bathroom, and the the user went in there and freaked him out, and then he was trying to get a snack, just innocently trying to get a snack. Great Grandpa's in the pantry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Number nine. There's something terrorizing my family. Just from the title. Hmm. Well, that picture is really spooky. I don't think I'd want to live wherever that that shack is that's in the photo. I don't think that's the shack in the story. I mean, it gives you the setting. About two weeks ago. Sorry, I'm going to sneeze. No, no, no. That was that it. That was a sneeze break. Yeah, it was a false alarm though. False alarm. False alarm. Okay, number eight. Sorry. If you don't already know, or number nine actually, something's there's something terrorizing my family. My family. There's something terrorizing my family, ma. 
<laughs> okay, let's you not make fun this, of the story. This must be in the Smoky Mountains or something. Yeah. About two weeks ago, twin underscore fish 93's little sister began hearing voices. Uh-oh. She said it's a deep masculine voice that calls to her at night in her in her room. Telling her to come outside? No thanks. Oh. No thank you. No. <laughs> Just read the story. It comes from outside in the middle of the yard. Still no. <laughs> One day their parents went out and the Reddit user, their two little sisters and their friend stayed home alone. Don't leave the kids at home alone. Well, it doesn't say how old they are, so we're well, hopeful. You okay? Do we? Do you want no, me to read? No, no, I'm good. I'm You're good. Just <laughs> blowing your nose in the middle of the story. It's all good. Yeah, it's you fine. Do you? That night, they saw something moving in the small patch of trees in their yard. Telling the younger girls to stay inside. They went to investigate, but found nothing. Dumb. You um, don't do. Just, you don't investigate. Don't be the white person in a horror movie. Don't investigate. <laughs> the white person. That's what they always do. <laughs> this, it doesn't have anything to do with the color. They're just dumb. Don't be the dumb person. True. On their way back inside, something threw them over five feet into the air. Wow. So the ghost, like, picked them up, mm -hmm. threw them. See? You don't investigate. Just or else a ghost will pick you up and throw you under five the covers. Feet the yes. <laughs> or else I mean... you'll get picked up and thrown five feet into the air, which, when you land, is probably going to break some bones. Maybe. Five feet isn't that far, but still. Yeah. Okay. They scrambled to their feet and ran inside, losing a shoe in the process. Okay, uh, Cinderella. Okay, that's where that one shoe on the side of the road comes from, maybe. Yeah. This is the <laughs> little girl. <laughs> okay. After cowering inside for a few minutes, as one would do. Yes, cower. <laughs> They realized that they needed that shoe for work the next time. <laughs> See, you don't just go just... through life with one shoe. You're like, oh, wait a minute. I need that shoe. So they went back outside <laughs> and ventured back out. I would wait until shoe. daylight to is get this, the shoe. Is this at night? Yeah. Oh, that's dumb. That night, they saw something moving in a small no, patch thanks. of trees. Okay, so they ventured back outdoors. <laughs> This time they came prepared, bringing their dog with them for protection. That's a smart move. Or a baseball bat? Well, it's a ghost. <laughs> a baseball bat won't what? really what help. What would work for a ghost? A vacuum cleaner? <laughs> no? A dog. A dog. Because well, the dog can see them and bark yeah. at them and tell them to go the heck away. Maybe. I but... still like the vacuum cleaner idea. <laughs> Suck that ghost up in there. He, I guess he could bring a ghost bat. Or I think something. that's kind of what they did on Ghostbusters. Yeah. They had a Their ghost weapon was essentially a, a vacuum. Yes. 
But the dog refused to follow them into the backyard. <laughs> He's no dummy. As quickly as they could. I feel like that would be our dog, Miss Anna over there. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. Uh, as quickly as they could, they grabbed their shoe and ran back inside. <laughs> That's me. Just grab what you need and run. Book it to the house. And that feeling that you have <laughs> when you're running back, like... Like, you can't run fast enough and there's, like, this creepy feeling. Like, when you're running upstairs from the basement, when you don't want to be down there. Like, or when I'm running, <gasps> running, when I'm running just stairs. from my bathroom to my room at yeah. night in the hallway. You kind of get a little <laughs> arch in your back away from the darkness. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Nothing's going to get me. Ow. Okay, so. Okay. Ooh. I hit my elbow on the light. Yes. Getting uh, carried away. Uh, finally back indoors, they asked the elder of their sisters to look at their back because, because it felt like it was burning. Yeah, see? Oh, that's what I'm saying. It's she that pulled, feeling. She pulled up their shirt and screamed. There were several <gasps> long scratches running down the user's back. Hello. That's a demon. <laughs> that's a demon. Or I some mean, really ticked off ghost. Oh my goodness. Because ghosts and demons, they can physically hurt humans. Did you know that? Uh, I guess. If they gather enough want to or energy, they can... Because there's been videos, there's been other cases where people have gotten scratches. Not from people or animals or anything, but the scratches just appeared. Creepy. The four then went out to the front porch while the youngest went back inside to retrieve something. And nothing happened to the youngest because she was smart and stayed inside. But came back a few seconds later saying someone was looking in their back window. Never mind then about the safety of the youngest. The only problem was that in order for her to have seen someone in the window, that person would have to have been over seven feet tall. Wow. Now all thoroughly freaked out, they decided to remain on the porch until one of their parents came home. And it's not over yet. Oh my god. Yeah. After a few minutes passed... Oh, they heard heavy footsteps running toward the front yard from the side of the house where the driveway extends. So the inside of the house is not safe. The outside of the house is definitely not safe. Just meet the parents. Like, call them saying, we're not staying in this house. We're meeting you guys where you are. Period. End of story. Gravel flew as though it was being kicked up, but nothing was there. They went back inside until their mother got home. She blessed the area where the Reddit user was attacked and their sister's body and sp spirit. Body and spirit. Whatever the thing was, it didn't didn't appear to be able to get inside the house. The user and their sisters still believed it's hanging around to this day. Oh, gosh. It's just not able to 
really do anything because you put sage over the area or something, you blessed it. In my opinion, the house needs an exorcism. Everything just needs an exorcism. Yeah, I guess. Houses can be exercised, yeah. It's creepy. Number ten. The boy and the man. Yes. The last one. You want to read this? Sure. <clears throat> this is called The Boy and the Man. It doesn't have uh, anything about who wrote it. I grew up in an older home in Florida. I have two brothers, and since I was the only girl, I got to have my own room on the second floor a room that I would end up fearing at night. We lived in this house until we moved when I was 17. I don't remember anything strange happening until I was around 15 or 16. Just the normal, mom asking us kids where we put a glass or a book, small things that none of us touched. In hindsight, that was probably either the man or the boy. I came home late one night from a football game at my high school. It was around 10 or 11. My younger brother had a friend over and they liked to play pranks on me. When I poked my head in to say hello, I made sure I asked if they wouldn't mess with me that night since I had to get up early for a soccer game. They both agreed and wished me a good night. The way to my room was uh, set up at the time, or the way my room was set up at the time was there was the actual main part of, of the room had my TV dresser, a couch, and a coffee, nice! and a coffee table that I would use for my friends staying over when I was reading. My bed was in the lower alcove that used to be a small porch so that my bed was flush with the windows that looked out to the backyard. I put my bag on the couch and walked over to the bed to go to sleep. Sounds like a big room. It was, the, it was the middle of the night when someone knocking on the wooden bed frame woke me up. I thought it was my brother and his friend who were just going to be annoying and run out of the room giggling. I flipped over to yell at them but didn't see my brother. There was a boy about the age of 12 with sandy brown hair that hung to his chin wearing a purple hoodie just smiling at me like a kid who got caught doing something he shouldn't have been. And I could see, uh, I could see right through him to the rest of the room. I watched as he slowly faded, completely terrified until he was gone. I slept on the couch that night with the TV going in the background, and I moved my bed to the center of the room after that. The next morning, I had almost talked myself out of it, thinking it was a dream or had really been the boys. I asked them the next morning if they had knocked on my bed, but both were sound asleep. My mom had overheard me and said she had seen the boy too. Since that night, we started to notice more strange things, but I'm positive it wasn't the boy. There was a man, a mean man, that I could feel at night in my room. We would hear footsteps walking around upstairs when all of us were in the kitchen. Books would fly from the shelves, and glasses would be pulled down and break, or dogs would stand at the bottom of the stairs that led to the second floor and just growl. One of the most eerie things was the smell of cigarette smoke in the downstairs hallway. No one in our family smoked inside, ever. One of the last things that happened before we moved was my brother walking up to see a tall, dark figure standing over me while I was sleeping. No, thanks. Oh, my God. No, thank you. No, the thank you. The entire family at that point had seen or experienced something. The boy was just a kid who wanted to be known. 
The man was something else. None of us were sad to drive away from that house. The, the man last was night. a demon. And that does have the name Rianne Re- Fisher. Ryan. Or Ryan Fisher, Rianne, I'm thinking, yeah. since it was a girl. I mean, I guess if something like that happened to me, I would want to do research about the people that maybe had died before, that lived near the or history in the house. Of the house. I think yeah. that would be interesting to find out for our house. Yeah. Well, I know so. Because I've mentioned but... it before on this podcast. Our house was a funeral home. That's what they tell us, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, old. Probably some ghosts here. I mean, I've always gotten sort of a caretaker vibe from that. I've seen a couple things out of the corner of my eye before, but what? never. <laughs> what? I've told you that. But never no. anything scary. You've never told me this. Well, I don't want to scare you. No, it's not I want to hear it. It's I not scary. It. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. <laughs> okay, no. Not right on the podcast. I'm not going to tell you the whole thing. Okay. I mean, because it's kind of weird. Okay. Bye. Bye. That was... That has been 10 of 19 real scary ghost stories. Yeah, we're too freaked out to keep reading. <laughs> it's getting dark yeah. in the attic. Yeah. We need to this... eat. Yeah. We need to do a palate cleanser and yeah. go binge some Seinfeld or something funny. Yeah, go watch some Family SpongeBob. Feud. Yeah. <laughs> family Feud. Family Feud's always a good show to watch. Mm-hmm. Let's face it. But well, this um, has been fun. Thank you for inviting me to your podcast. Yeah, it was nice having you here. We should do this more often. Yeah. I should do it more often with someone because oftentimes it gets pretty uh bland. Well, not I having mean, enough laughs. It's fun to have banter. Yeah, and to yeah, pick on each other. So it's fun. Yeah, thank you. So, anyways, guys, I hope you have a great day, a great life, a great whatever. Stay safe out there, and I'll see you next time. Bye! Bye.